Hey, Karimi Wasonga here. Welcome to yet another episode of Life in Colors. Thank you so much for all the feedback I get. All 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 the people who feel free to share their thoughts with me. I am so grateful and I look forward to reading more from you and interacting with you. Now, two episodes ago, I did share something about uh about my childhood, a traumatic sexual experience, and it did inspire one Rachel to also share hers. And I'm I'm grateful because this can be a platform where people actually feel free to share their own experiences should they relate to anything I put on here. Um, so this episode is actually being done by um, Rachel um, Mini Mentor. Mini Mentor is actually her new podcast um, channel. So once you're done listening to this, you can actually head on over and subscribe to her channel and support her. Um, all right, let's dive right in. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 and 14 Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus This is my story and I began with Philippians 3, 13 to 14 because this is all a journey and I have not yet reached, arrived at the destination. I am still processing this, which I am about to tell you, and I believe God is faithful to take me through it all. When I was younger, early primary, or probably younger, but I believe it was early primary, um, I was molested. I was touched inappropriately by, as far as I remember, one relative and a house help. So they're both, they were both ladies. So the first encounter was with a relative. A relative had come over to stay over. Um, she wasn't, I wouldn't say she was she an adult or not I can't really remember but she was she was older than me um, significantly older than me maybe in her late teenage I guess and she happened to share the bed with me as we often do in African homes where you don't have a big house but you have a big heart and you share whatever you have and she she shared the she shared my bed and in the middle of the night she would touch me inappropriately and she would caress me and 
I remember waking up confused at what was happening. But I don't remember objecting or encouraging either. Um, a few... Sometime later, I do not know the period of time difference, but sometime later, then there was this house help who did the same and at this point I think I did encourage it at this time I think I I probably did enjoy it at this time um, so my sexuality was awakened yet I had no full understanding of what sexuality was. I had no full comprehension of my own sexuality. And fast forward years later, so of course house helps come and go. This house help came and went. Then years later in high school, probably form three, I guess, um, I began to touch myself because I enjoyed it but then at the same time I loathed myself for it because in my mind this is not supposed to happen this is not okay but then I still don't understand why it's not okay or why I am doing it or why I'm liking it and at this point um, I had no memory of what had happened before it was somehow just tucked and locked up in some safe in 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 my mind so I had difficulty trying to understand what I was doing and why I was doing it and why I was hating myself for it. And so it, it was a phase um, for some time, maybe a certain year, probably my Form 3. I just loathed myself for it. And then it sort of passed. And I got through high school, and then I went to university. And in my last years of university is when I do not know what triggered this, but then I started to remember. Fast forward, it's seven or eight years since I realized what happened to me at a very young age. And I know sometimes for some of us, we go into blame. We begin to wonder, why didn't my parents notice, or my guardians, or my siblings? And for some of us, we at that point we probably tried to voice 
what was happening to us but no one would listen and we hold on to that feeling of nobody paying attention and nobody listening to how much we were suffering um as i still continue to process this i do not remember trying to voice it but maybe i did in one way or another but what i am learning is to be kinder to myself i am learning to forgive myself forgive my i say forgive myself not for letting it happen because when i was in primary i didn't even know what was happening but to forgive myself for how much i loathed myself in high school and how much i could not stand my own self to forgive myself for that and i am learning how to be kinder to myself the reason i need to be kinder to myself is because i cannot know what i don't know and in other areas of life where i don't know what i don't know i am learning to love myself through it love myself through the times where i will only realize some things in hindsight and i am learning to love myself just the way i am and out of that experience of loathing myself i am now learning that light comes in through the broken places and there is a certain art in i think it's in chinese culture where they put broken pieces together using molten gold and this makes the broken vessel even more beautiful and i am also learning that jesus loves me despite my past and despite my history and despite who i have been and if i sincerely ask for forgiveness he does forgive and the biggest challenge is forgiving myself and allowing myself to move on i have not yet had therapy for this and there's so much more to that story and the emotions it brings up 
and the feelings it brings up that I need to deal with and I'm working on it and I know that God has the best in store for me and sometimes I hold myself back with the thoughts that I have of myself the thoughts that I think of myself and I am also learning to think of myself as Christ thinks of me Christ thinks of me as the apple of his eye Christ has given me a spirit that's not of fear but a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind and I am teaching myself how to believe these things and to live these truths in my own life if you have been through this in one way or the other if you have been molested if you have been raped seek out the help that you need if you need time to sit with yourself just to process it in silence do that if you need to seek a therapist do that If you have a great support system and all you need is to share it with your support system do it but make sure that you keep moving make sure that you do your best to work through it that you may be able to become the best version of yourself that you may be able to live the full life that Christ came that you may live when Karimi Wasonga asked me to share my story i was very scared and the first thing i told her was maybe not the first thing i told her but something i told her was i do not want the story to define my life i don't want the story to be who i am i don't want those who know me and those who are yet to know me to say that oh that's Rachel the one who was molested as a child and after i said this words i sat with this words and i thought about this words and in my mind i was just being afraid but i came to realize the story doesn't define me unless i let it define me 
unless I let it it cannot take hold of me and so I hope this story touches someone's heart and brings someone closer to their healing and brings me closer to mine God bless you Thank you so much, Rachel, for having the courage to share your story on here. Good people, if you're listening to this, it means you listened all the way to the end, and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Follow me at Karemi Wesonga on Instagram for daily interaction. Um, till next week, God bless you.